Welcome to the Early Retirement Show. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. And if you are new to the show, as a reminder, this show is dedicated to helping you retire early, otherwise known as the show dedicated to helping you understand what you have to do to be in a position where you are financially free, where work is now optional. So whether you are a few years out from retirement and you just want to know everything to prepare for that big date, or you're new in your journey and you want to get a head start on maximizing what you've worked so hard for throughout your life, this is the show for you. So we discuss everything from investments to taxes to insurance and everything that comes in between. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. I am flipping the script in today's episode and I am talking about when you should stop saving for retirement. That's right, most podcasts will focus on how much you need to save, which of course is important and I have topics on that as well, but today I really want to focus on when you should stop saving for retirement. When does it make sense to actually stop contributing to a 401k, to stop to a Roth IRA? Instead, maybe do we focus on spending more today, enhancing quality of life, or do we say does it make sense to contribute to a different fund, perhaps not a retirement account where we are intentionally giving up tax benefits in exchange for liquidity or to just do other things like travel, like spending just more today. And so we're gonna be exploring that, a little bit of a different twist to most retirement planning episodes. And as a reminder, Ari Taubleib here, and just wanna say thank you so much to all of those who have been rating and reviewing the podcast. That's how more people find it, and I just wanna say thank you. So once again, you can always submit your question, and I'll answer it in a future episode at earlyretirementpodcast.com and you can view all of this and more content on YouTube where we are coming out with a whole bunch of new fun stuff. So check that out. It's in the description below and let's hop right into it. Now, when thinking about when you should stop saving for retirement, let's look through an example. Let's assume that right now you are age 50 and you're thinking about early retirement and I promise this is going to still resonate I hope um I can't promise I guess um if you are in your 60s or if you're in your 20s and 30s listening to this but let's assume that you are just for example sake 50 today and you say I want to retire in the next 10 to 15 years um don't hate what I do but just want to know am I on track it's not as if you're saying hey I'm trying to hang it up immediately, um, but it's not as if you're against working longer if that would optimize your retirement further. So let's first start thinking about how much do we even need to save and really where do we even start with this? And so here's where I like to start is a general framework around compounding. So the money your money can make for you is incredibly significant over time, and it's one of the main reasons we invest, of course. Now, as you are nearing retirement, and that can be 5, 10, 15 years, it's primarily the market growth that's growing your account balance. However, if you're a new investor, it's primarily your new contributions that's growing your account balance. So for example, from age 25 to 65, if you invest $10,000 every year and you get an 8% per year growth rate, after one year, your $10,000 has grown to $10,800. 
Now, 92% of the increase in your account was from your personal contributions. After 10 years, your account balance would have grown to 144,000. So you started with 10,000. 10 years later, you have 144,000. And so the growth on your account actually exceeds the amount that you are investing. It exceeds the amount you're personally putting in. So a $10,000 contribution is not as powerful as the growth that's occurring from just being invested appropriately. Now, after 20 years, your account balance from 10000 has grown to 457000 And so, financially speaking, the growth on your account is 3.6 times the amount of your contribution of $10,000 that you put in. After 40 years, your 10000 assuming you're getting 8% growth, has grown to $2.6 million. And so if the portfolio grows by 8%, that's an increase of $208,000 in the 40th year, also known as it's an increase of market growth 20 times more than that, as much of your $10,000 contribution. Now, why do I share this example? For perspective, why do we save? Why do we contribute to our 401k? At what point are the tax benefits of the future costing your pleasure and enjoyment of life today? Once again, assuming you're in your 50s, assuming you're in your peak earning years and you are maxing out your accounts for retirement. Wonderful. Well, wonderful on the face, but what if you went through a financial planning projection that shows you are already on track for retirement? So often I see people oversave for retirement. I'm going to say that again. People oversave for retirement. Is that a bad thing? No. Is it a problem? No. But it is, in a sense, a planning point because do you need to be oversaving? Are you sacrificing things today? Meaning, with a very intentional approach, I believe more people would have a ton more enjoyment if they were intentional about how much they're saving today and how much they actually needed in the future. Be intentional about your retirement goals so you don't have to sacrifice years where you could have been enjoying the most of your hard-earned wealth. I've seen clients who could not wait to get to retirement because they were burned out from work. And what do I call it? Prescribe them? Well, after looking at the financial plan, I'd say stop saving for retirement. And they go, wait, you're a financial planner. Aren't you supposed to just tell me to invest more and do more? And the answer is no. If my clients continued to work, but they were able to start enjoying life outside of work more and start enjoying the fruits of their labor, well, then that's how I'm doing my job properly. On the flip side, if they were not saving the amount they needed to be, or if they felt they were, but it wasn't in alignment, or there was a conflict to actually how much they wanted to spend in the latter years, I'd be saying frankly with them that what you're doing is fine, but it is not going to keep you on track for retirement, and you will run out of money unless you follow these strict rules. And so what my job is, is to bring that objective third party um, with the expertise that we want to optimize what you are doing. And so longevity of work, oftentimes people get burned out by the amount of work they're doing. They just cannot wait for retirement. You might be hearing that going, that is me. Now, by saving less for retirement, once your portfolio growth is in a sufficient position to build wealth, um, it sounds contradictory, but honestly, it can often lead to more work because of your increased enjoyment outside of work otherwise stated what if you could just hear me out here what if you could make less money doing something that you enjoy more so you quit a job that you don't love you accept a lower wage but you do it for more years 
you might end up having a higher financial balance. But once again, it's about balancing work today and the work you've done all your life to enjoy today and retirement. So can you continue working if work isn't such a burden? That's really a question that you want to ask yourself is when can you stop saving for retirement? When do you have enough? And once again, not bad to continue saving for your retirement. You just might not have to. So that's it for today's episode. I want you to start thinking through other than this, legacy goals. Do you want to support grandchildren's education? Do you want to support certain organizations? Of course, we're going to have to save certain degrees to meet those goals, but don't let retirement be the goal. Let an aligned life be the goal. What's most important to you and then align it with Thank you for listening, and you can, once again, check out all of this and more on YouTube, where I am posting new content, new ideas, um, trying to keep it different and fun and engaging, and hopefully it's resonating with you all. So thank you all for those who do continue to rate and review the podcast. That's how more people find it. Um, really appreciate all of you, and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Early Retirement Podcast. As a reminder, you can submit your own question, and I will look to answer it in a future episode on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com. That's earlyretirementpodcast.com. Disclaimer here, please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.